tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Morning, welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007. That's our free phone number, won't cost you to make a call. And Ali is looking after this morning's programme. Coming up on the show, Johnny Luby will join me in just a few moments' time. Do hospital workers lack empathy? We'll hear from one of our listeners on that. Is Eamon Ryan a hypocrite when it comes to carbon footprint in light of his uh, trip to Brazil for St. Patrick's Day? Could Tipperary Town be the centre of a new biogas industry in Ireland. We'll be hearing from nine-year-old author Oliver Brown and uh, he'll be talking to, about, uh, talking to us today about his new book. Nine-year-old writing a book. He's from Golden. We're looking forward to, uh, to having him in studio today. We have our Friday panel, of course, uh, unpacking the big topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. You can text him WhatsApp Oh, eight three three double one double three double one. You can email tip today at tipfm.com. We're always glad to hear from you. Let's have a look at some of the newspaper front pages today. The Irish Independent and uh, right across the newspapers, in fact, news of that dreadful, dreadful horror crash in County Carlow, a crash that claimed uh, the lives of three young people. It's been described by the lead investigator as horrific and really traumatic, and Gardaí believe the accident happened after the car lost control on a dangerous stretch of road and crashed into a tree before immediately uh, catching fire and the friends killed in the accident on Wednesday night were named locally as Daryl Culbert, 21, Katie Graham, 19, and Michael Kelly, 25. Dreadful, dreadful news that, of course, resonates with us here in Tipperary. After the awfulness on the roads here last year, let's go to the Irish Examiner. And again, that story of that great tragedy is uh, on the front page. They're also telling us that half of the people surveyed uh, believe that RTE is serious about transforming into a better run organisation. About time, I hear you cry. Anyway, this piece goes on to say the survey carried out by for RTE, indeed, by Ipsos, uh, as part of a broader public consultation on the future of the broadcaster, found that 13% of 1,000 people strongly agreed that RTE is serious about transforming, with a further 37% um, uh, disagreeing where that is concerned. So uh, what do you think about that? Do you think RTE, do you think that there's a future for the broadcaster? And do you think that there's a kind of a... Uh, a wish to, to change what's been happening there over the years. The Irish Times, and again, that story of that uh, horror crash in Carlow. And they're also telling us that cracks are emerging in the government over the future of Dublin Airport as a senior green ally, allies of uh, Minister for Transport, Damon Ryan, object to rising capacity at the state's main uh, aviation hub. And finally, to the Irish Daily Mail and their main story, Ukrainian refugees who are already living in Ireland are in line for 
cuts to the social welfare payments by the summer. And the Irish Daily Mail has learned that uh, the proposal was raised by Social Protection Minister Heather Humphreys at the sub-cabinet meeting on Ukraine last week, which uh, comprises uh, senior ministers and three coalition party leaders as well. So their headline there is big push to get tough on welfare payments to Ukrainians. That's a look at what's uh, making headlines today. If you would like to make comment on any of that, we'd love to hear from you. And again, the text and WhatsApp is 83 It's time for Johnny Luby. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Fran. How are you? How are things on the Fourpenny Road, Johnny? Oh, yeah. Not too bad at all, Fran. Hanging in there. Hi. I got up this morning, Fran, at three o'clock. I took the couch. So I took Lemsip. Then I took Mrs. Collins' powder. <laughs> and, Fran, to cap it all, at ten past four, I'm in a cup of bubble. <laughs> oh, Lord God. And that's down on top of a couple of pints inside oh, in Brussels. Stop. They don't make Mrs. Collins' powder anymore, do they? I, well, I still have the old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best before on that? Is it 1968 or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, my belly is like a cement pickup. Oh, God. It's in bloody turmoil. But anyway, and what how many of the pints in Brazil were quite good? I mean, I'm sure they were. Yeah, I joined the cash lotto last night when I was in there. You know, it's 19,600 to be going to win it. But uh, I see who, who was on before me. Uh, he had tickets, but was uh, Councillor Burgess. Uh-huh. Right. I'd always look to see who was in front of me, you know. <laughs> so we we do support good causes out there. Very good indeed. So you're hoping to win where that is concerned, I guess, are you? I asked, I, I, yeah, I said to Kelsey, I was going to Mass this morning. I said, will you say a prayer? I said, that we might come out of the cash lot. She said, you can't pray for victory. Well, I said, you can't pray for the fees either. <laughs> so I said, you might as well go for the bloody victory. Wouldn't I love to put my hands on it, you know? But well, anyway. Wouldn't it be great? One of our listeners is giving out about you already and saying you need to look at your car parking in certain places and they're mentioning where. Uh, I better not mention where, but yeah, do you do you need to look I'm, at how you park your car? I do. That was in Sir Rollins. You see, you're supposed to park wrong. That's bloody forever. How well how well he's up this morning. If the first car parks wrong, all the rest of my park wrong. And Trevor put in new white lines and of course uh Matt from Bench did park wrong and Joe Bergery and then parked wrong. Right. And uh, of course Coney comes comes on with his Jeep and he parks without no lines. <laughs> To upset the whole bloody life. So what happened? You parked then, and when they all disappeared, you, it looked like you were sort of... Anybody couldn't get out until I left, right? <laughs> and I was holding centre court there. I was in full throttle. But anyway, that's the way life is, isn't but, it? But, but it, your cows, okay. right? And of course, right now, our thoughts and sympathies are with the tragic circumstances oh, in County Carlow. It's is, unbelievable. It, it brings back many things to our memories there of the lovely youngsters in Clonmel and yeah. in Cashel as well, you know. And it was a horrible year. And look, for all we can say is all of us, myself included, just drive safe as oh, we can, sure, you know. I know. And young lives with all their lives ahead of them, Johnny, sure. It's oh, trying to clear the hold, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, look, it's tough going, but our sympathies are with them and our thoughts yeah. are with them as well uh, this morning. For sure, indeed. Hearty Cup to begin with, Johnny? That's right, Jeff. It is a wonderful occasion for Nina CBS above yeah. to be in a Hearty Cup final again. I'd say the town is a buzz and on fire and everything else uh, with the thought maybe of uh, the blue ribbon of colleges hurling. Uh, 
uh, maybe hopefully to come back to Nina CBS to take on the might of our skull reached game as in at uh, one o'clock tomorrow. I think it's on Tip FM who also do the Tipperary Dublin League game as well at two thirty. Mm. And they also do as well fair play to them sponsored by John Kennedy Mortals there, the uh, football as well against Longford. Mm. So thanks to all the sponsors out there. Without them, of course they wouldn't be able to bring the all the excitement and glamour sure. of uh, hurling. You know, I suppose on a line of form you'd say Nina definitely have a chance, you know, yeah. uh Reach maybe were lucky enough but fair play to them to come through again against Tullow CBS and uh, that it would have been wonderful to see two Tipperary teams in the final but it's brilliant uh, for Nina you know and the very best of luck to them uh, it's uh, 73 it's 51 years ago since we were beaten in a hearty cup final and all I could say to the Neil lads is it's not a nice take the very best of luck you get the boot on and uh, yeah. kick on and do, do the very best you can represent your school and your parish and your clubs with pride and you look back 50 years later like myself and the razzmatazz is unbelievable you know and of course Clanmel CBS are in a Munster College's B final I think mm. they play Liz Moore uh, uh, that that's tomorrow actually, as well Johnny is it? That's it? Yeah it is in the town park in Fedor the all yeah. weather pitch there so there'll be a huge crowd out there from Clanmel CBS at high school uh, CBS because uh, they come from Harlow and Clanmel and now Finn and around and Clahine and uh, out in Kilsheen and Belly Patrick and Grange Moker that all great hurling areas so the mm. best of luck to them uh, as well in their quest for uh, 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 Munster College's B hurling final you know mm. so yeah and then of course Tipperary played Dublin in a very important league game for them and uh, of course our lady footballers were in half look last weekend against Tyrone and uh, they're out again this weekend and our senior footballers they travelled to play Longford uh, it's Look, it's a game that they would love to win. I helped Tom McGrath say that all the pressure would be on Longford. There'll be pressure on Tipperary as well because they'd want to start making a move mm-hmm. after being beaten in the first round. So the best of luck to them against uh, uh, Longford. It's a long way up, but uh, look, I've no doubt mm-hmm. that according reading on the nationalist and the staff, that things have certainly improved uh, and that's so. Well, only one way, and that's yeah. what it said. What, what, what about soccer? Some big wins there in the, the Junior Cup, the FAI Junior That's Cup. right, yeah, Francis. St. Michael's and, of course, Clanmel Celtic. I mean, one imagines that, as I often say, over 900 teams. It's one of the biggest competitions of, of all time since FAI Junior Cup. The likes of St. Michael's and uh, Clanmel Town and Celtic and all of those, uh, and even Peak Villa and everybody, all the other clubs. Like, they all get a run at it, but the top clubs in the Division 1, from what I gather, it's like the Munster Junior Cup and Rugby. They, they don't come into it until mm. about the third or fourth round. There's about maybe eight or nine rounds in it. Uh, and that... Uh, in the league last Sunday, uh, St. Michael's or Kim Clan Meltdown, who were going, not going through a great patch, but they always put it up in this local derby games and that. And uh, look, hey, just like everything else, it's hard to play for. I think uh, the likes of Peak Villa might be a round or two behind, uh, one round behind due to the bad weather. But the very best of luck to them to be ha- wonderful to have three to play teams in the last 16. Mm-hmm. As I often say, friend, we're mm-hmm. possibly the best sporting county in Ireland. We just cater for everything, you know. Yeah, and, and uh, isn't it great too? And speaking of which, what about rugby as well? Oh yeah, Frank, it's unbelievable, you know, that uh, there's a huge game tonight at 8 o'clock where Ireland take on the might of France in uh, at the very first round of the Six Nations. It's fantastic. And look, I didn't know it until last night when Paddy Maloney told me in Bosman's Paddy's dad was Steve Maloney played Holland with Golden and they'd be a first cousin of Eamon Grimes, that Limerick Holler. And uh, Steve Knight, Peggy Herdman, uh, the gay, there was a great horror in Cork years ago called Paddy the Gay Herdman. 
And of course, Gordon's a great name, nickname, a place for nicknames. And of course, they call Paddy Herton the Gaya Herton as well. So uh, Paddy told me that young McCarthy, who plays uh, rugby, starting tonight winning his first uh, international cap, uh, has huge connections in Cashel, a grandson of the great Andy Fogarty. Ah, nice. uh, the Lord of yeah. Andy Fogarty. It was a, a great watering house. Oh, years, a great, great house, yeah. For mm. and sport and the whole lot. Indeed, there was a guy who was a man during killing all Paddy Horton, the Lord of Milstein. Uh, Paddy was a Kilkenny man through and through. He used to say to me, anyone pay a tip. <laughs> so he made his living in Killinor, but himself and uh, 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 Felix Quinn and all those that they used to go into Andy Fogarty's coming back from Croke Park because that time there was no dual carriageway. And, yes. Uh, but, uh, that, that was where was, Pat uh, Fox's is now, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a wonderful, Pat Fox's is now a wonderful yeah. establishment, you yeah. know. Uh, and that, But young McCarthy, hey, it is brilliant trying to take that a young fellow maybe 21 or 2 years of age. He's a horse of a young fellow. He's about 6 foot 5 or 6 foot 6 and maybe wow. 17 or 18 stone. And I can tell you one thing. He is like a juggernaut coming through with a ball. He's fantastic. He gets hit and he gets back up immediately. That he's exactly what Ireland are looking for. And whilst I think it's a, an even money or choice, France are the favourites to win, I suppose. It's there in their home venue. Yeah. But a lot of lads gone over to it. And look, it should be it's wonderful at 8 o'clock, you know, friend. And I'm celebrating a birthday tonight and tomorrow night. There, my sister Lucy's over in Bailey's at 5 o'clock to watch the match at 8 o'clock. I don't know where we'll go yet, but hmm. having said all of that, uh, we'll certainly go someplace to watch big, that. Big, a big happy birthday to her. Um, local rugby as well, Johnny. What's, what's happening? That's right, Jeff. Frank Cashel had a marvellous win uh, last weekend, and so had uh, Nina as well. They're top of the pile in Division 2A, which is only uh, two, uh, one step away from going up into the top tier of uh, uh, Irish rugby against the Gary Owens, the Cockcons, the Shannons and all that. Mm. They're absolutely flying as well. And Nina, of course, top of the pile, they had a huge win last weekend up in the north. I think it was something like 75 points to six. So Nina is, is, is certainly in the rugby and the hurling. It is a, a, a town to be proud of its sporting uh, progress and its sporting people and players and all of that. And of course, uh, on Sunday next, please God, at two o'clock, uh, at 2.30 Kilpeak play Clan William but at 2 o'clock uh, there'll be unveiling of a plaque to the great late great Moss Morrissey of Kilpeak it's known as Moss mm, Morrissey right. Park mm, uh, and that's yeah. going to bring back many memories you know there was a match there between Kilpeak and Galbalin of course war broke out on the field and the whole lot Moss was there in his 80s the Lord of Nelson Moss said let's he said it's the great sport natural <laughs> 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 rugby once the row broke out it was, was great you know, sport uh, wonderful it. time you know, and Gre- I, uh, Greyhound racing, I suppose, over the weekend is is the big thing as well, isn't it? That's right, Jeff. Yeah. And thousands will flock to Power Town Park for the I think it's the ninety eight uh, uh, occasion, ninety eight year of the uh, Irish Derby at the York. Please is God, it ninety eight? Ninety eight. Ninety eight years, When you think of Tom the Wild, Cash, you knew all of oh, him. I did, of course. Big Darcy. Yeah. Did you ever come across Big Darcy? Ah, uh, sure. Did a great dog man. You know, great. great a great, yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah, Greyhound yeah, man. Yeah. Big went to America a few years ago, but they're back in Ennis now, and his daughter Cat. They have two or three greyhounds in the Derby and the Oaks and uh, fair play to the, uh, the horse and jockey for sponsoring the Oaks Tom Egan the sportsman yes. would, he wouldn't sponsor it there he thought that he was 100% run yes. perfect which it is with and, all and the and you know the Tom won a big award for the hotel there recently as well that's right Jeff and I'm certainly yeah. not surprised 
prize. You yeah. know, it's a wonderful oh, it's uh, establishment. Yeah, of course, yeah. Bile Sports has sponsored the Derby, and thanks to them because not only did they sponsor the Derby, they give a lot of employment, and not only yeah. did they give a lot of employment, they actually, friend, give a lot of money towards uh, charity. I got a few pounds from them from time to time for the Irish Cancer Society and all of that. And yeah. Look, the best of luck to everybody. There'll be thousands in Clan Mill, friend. And, and I did, uh, uh, to like everyone else, uh, 40 odd years ago, I was beaten in the final of the Oaks. It's possibly my greatest claim to fame on a sporting field, whether it was hurling or football or soccer. Like you're talking to a man who played with Dundrum United beside uh, 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 John Delaney. Did you indeed? That's my Did you? <laughs> my God, you've had a you've had a checkered history for 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 sure. I stuff, and I see him all the other night above the Rollins. Uh, Joe Barry, who's supposed to be the king of dart players, because <laughs> he's dead, held the dart in his left hand for the first and never the house train, and he bet Joe on the board. <laughs> So was I was I delighted that kept Joe fighting? Uh, and yeah. Joe always waves, waves the finger about, uh, at me, and he always says, "I'll tell you a couple of home truths about Frank Corey." <laughs> <laughs> and God knows he could, he could too. And that's that's right. Listen, Frank can Corey I say hello, can I say hello to to you from Eamon Brown? Because I met Eamon and Noreen in the Glen Eagle in uh, Killarney the other night. They were down for oh, for people. the night, but uh, we we had a full discussion about Johnny Luby. <laughs> <laughs> Eamon was sent it off by Bernard to him above in Clarity years ago. But, and because I pulled the stroke, of course. Uh, and he, he was sent it off to Jim because Jim got involved in And he just said to Jim, uh, Jim just said to him, and what does that mean? Eamon said, you have to leave the field. And Jim said to Eamon, you wouldn't have a fag on you, would you? <laughs> 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 I was in the middle of a, of a, a, a junior match against uh, Cashel King Cormacs. But, uh, yeah, friend, look, I we welcome all the visitors uh, that I believe the host jockey and Bailey's in Cashel is booked out for the three days. It's fantastic for mm. them and Care House and all the watering holes around, you know, and hopefully everything, please God, will go right. It stops at a limp thirty each day. So, And then you have a huge night at the Dogs as well, friend. Mm. They're wonderful finals, especially on Sunday at night and Monday night and even Saturday night. There's Greyhound race there and they'll expect big crowds because top class greyhounds appear uh, uh, for all these but I suppose when I look at the likes of the guild files up in North Tipperary you have Owen McKenna and you have the Donovans and you have uh, Rachel Wheeler and uh, you have and also friend, I got a lovely letter the other day Johnny Luby the two penny road gold <laughs> now it was from Tommy O'Neill down in Carrick on shore and seemingly he was on that famous trip with TJ Maher 40 odd years ago when we went to Brussels and he said to something I'll never forget he says and I'll never forget you either but Tommy has a, a, a greyhound uh, uh, he brought me a bit of a letter anyway she's qualified her called Blue Maggie she's owned by the Jumps and Chase Syndicate she's bred by Jim Scully in Pilltown and of course Tom O'Neill himself is a, a house owner and breeder Michael Ryan of Kilsheen is a house owner and a Kilsheen and GM and Sam Corley the house trainer the Abnab male he's in it and JJ Slevin a top class jockey and along with Ken Whelan who's married to uh a girl of the Maloney's in Cashel of the Fruit, the Kenneth Jockey Days, it was a top jockey, and his dad, Davy Wheel, down Liz Moore, Kent's father, and his trainer of the Greyhound, yours sincerely, Tommy O'Neill, and his, come on, the Maggie. So Blue Way Maggie is the one for the Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> basic, imagine I got the letter, friend, the, t- the, the two-penny road. The two-penny road. road. That's cutbacks, you see. You were the four-penny road, but cutbacks. <laughs> That's <now>. right, yeah. <laughs> and of course, between us, I, we could do with a bit of tower on it and things like that. I hope the council will listen. Uh, well, uh, well, you were talking to, to young Mr. Burgess the other night, so maybe he could sort things out for you there. You never know. That's 
Sorry, Chad. Mick Fitzgerald isn't going to bother with you now. So, you know. <laughs> Frank, it is a huge uh, uh, weekend for the Festival of Racing in Dublin. All the top hosts are there on Saturday and Sunday. Then, of course, punches down on Monday as well. Mm. So it's very best of luck to all of them. And, Fran, on the 17th of February 2024, which is two weeks' time, a check presentation will be made to the Dylan Quirk Foundation and the Seesaw Foundation at 8 o'clock in the Hoffman in Dweller. In total, over 10,000 will be given between the two of them and it was raised really imagine it was just fantastic by the young boys around the Borla and Duella area that driving the tractors maybe at 18 and 19 really? years of age and being escorted by the girls across to uh, Borlan and back across the old Dublin Road and back into Duella. But to raise that, that's on yeah. uh, the 17th of February if you want to go there to, to be absolutely fantastic. And Fred, I have a granddaughter. Lucy mm. Heffern. She's 10 years of age. She said, um, oh, geez, I'm reading the wrong bloody. Oh, yeah, I have it now. The... The uh, Tenolte National School is having a show on the 8th and 9th of February, which is next Thursday, I think, on Friday night, in Brew, Peru, Cashley. It's called Any Dream Will Do. Yeah. All are welcome. Uh, please support it. They need a fund for Tenolte National School. And I think Lucy Heffernan is going to sing, I Will Tell My Ma When I Go. Uh, well done. Uh, well it's done. a fantastic way of doing things. But I suppose, friend, look, you'd wonder uh, with the RTE what is going on. Mm. It's unbelievable the funds, the way they were, were misappropriated, and somebody got a whole handshake of 400,000 and the yeah, whole there's lot. There's still stuff coming out all of the time. This this thing is yeah. like evolving all the time. Oh, it is unbelievable. Yeah. And Fran, inside in the middle of the whole lot, yeah. Michal Mertens and Coveney and uh, the Taoiseach, Leo Bradka, they yeah. all said, we're still asking everybody to pay the line. <laughs> I think there's more coming down the line as well. It's unreal what's going on. Has everybody and on the Fourpenny Road page paid their license this year, I wonder? Uh, well, no, all, we're all in the 70 bracket now, Frank. Oh, we're that's right. Oh, you have the free license. <laughs> I have the free license. I'd encourage myself, everyone, when you pay your bloody license. Pay the license, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom Carew uh, was on to us from Dundrum, and he says, uh, will you tell Johnny to try Beecham's pills? Because as far as I can remember, the slogan stated, Beecham's put you right, right away. And also, they were worth a guinea a box. But anyway, there's pills instead of the powder now. Tom knows these things. He knows these things. Gavin Lewis said, it's a wonder you don't try milk and magnesium. Come on, when I'm back into bed at five o'clock. I said, is it to blow the, the wind pipes altogether? Anyway, uh, of course, what, what do you make to... of the trips uh, the ministers are taking for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, Eamon oh, Ryan heading off for right. Brazil. Uh, look, and... Eamon Ryan is giving out about Dublin Airport. Look, there are, he's, they are, many of them are speaking out of the two sides of their mouth. It's an absolute scandal. Uh, that I'd say progress so what uh, build the airport uh, get them in and out safely and all mm. of that and Eamon Ryan then, and Eamon Ryan jetting off and they're, they're talking about there's more emissions out of that plane than there would be out of Tommy Kane Tommy O'Kane and <laughs> Tony Coney the three <laughs> but anyway <laughs> listen yes. and he counted the gayobs and the tattoos the ga- yeah they, they're allowed tattoos but in a limited kind of way and do you see that the guards can now the the female guards they can have nail polish and they can wear makeup now and they can sort of you know Jesus, I, I don't think they needed that for the band Gabby I think they're brilliant looking Every one of them out. I didn't need that paint and powder and all that caper. I love all the Ben girls. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Do they love you though? So, so what are you making anyway about the whole Patrick's Day thing? Do you think it's a waste of money or what? Ah, uh, 
Do you think it's a waste of money, this whole thing about the ministers jetting off to 86 cities around right. the world? Yeah, yeah. The doctor, look, the spin doctors will be out saying how good it is for business and yeah. all at that gave and we can get them back into the country and everything else. We can get them back in and have we any place to put them all, all the tourists when they do come, but that's neither here nor there. Friend, that Eurovision Song Contest, Yes. the greatest disaster that ever befell any nation. Are you serious? I think it's unreal. I think it's an absolute joke. And it is like something that we would win and then it will cost us bloody fortunes to host it again. And, and what do you think of the performer? I better be careful of my pronouns here now. What do you think of Bambi Thug, who is performing? Oh, Jesus, fine. I wouldn't know the first thing about uh, Would you not? Is, no. a, is a man or a woman? <laughs> don't, I the first don't start a row here no, now. No, I, I didn't even know it's non, non, non-binary um, and we have to refer to the performer as they, them. All right, big guy. Friend. I'll have to get the Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> that won't help you with this. We're going to stop, friend. But uh, come be a minute. I see the government. They're eventually listening. They're from, uh, the attitude seems to be tightening up yeah. on people coming into the country. Yeah. You yes. know? Yeah. And, friend, a chap asked me the other night to ask you, because you're the man that knows it all, are we getting finance from the EEC? Where where taking in asylum seekers and yeah. uh, I I think there's an element of that to it, but largely where the Ukrainian um, uh, refugees are concerned, I I think that we're paying that out of the exchequer, as far as I know. But I I think there's some funds coming, yeah. Some but, funds coming in, yeah. yeah. Mm. And friend, uh, on March eighth. Do we vote, yes or no? Oh, no. You see, are you trying to start a whole road this morning? I'm not. I right. do not know because I, li- I listen to I listen to top-class people talking on the television. Yes. And they say vote no. Then you switch over to another channel and they say vote yes. Yeah. So I do not know. More, look, you might ask me, what will I vote? I, at the moment I'm voting no because I don't know why I should vote yes. Right. Well, there will be lots of... I can promise you there will be lots of discussion about it over the next uh, month or six weeks or so. Anyway, we're going to have uh, lots but, uh, of that on the programme and it might help you to make up your mind, Johnny, you see. That's I what it is. Friend, friend, listen, I was just hold on one second and I'll screech to this. Oh, you, you're a young fellow from Golden coming have. on, have you? Yes, I have indeed. You're a young lad of the Browns. Oliver Brown. Yeah, well, He's nine years old and he wrote a book. I got fair play to him. Of course, he'd have got that from the grandfather, Paddy. Paddy. Paddy, you met Paddy in the British House one day with me. Oh, I did. Uh, I remember well. Yeah. I remember I, well. I'll tell you one thing, but if you want to know anything, Paddy Brown is the man. A top-class guy and yeah. a grand fella to meet and great company and the whole lot. But, uh, of course, he'd be, uh, then, I don't know, would he be a grand-nephew or, or Martin Brown, the TD, or is he, he's, he's certainly related to Martin I, I Brown. was wondering, was there a relationship there, but I oh, don't know. Oh, God, yeah. I yet. Uh, uh, as a man says, it's like greyhounds, bred in the purple. That young fellow, he'd be he'd, he'd be top class. And friend, I see those uh, uh, there on the paper. Uh, oh, what a bloody hell! Yeah. Or oh, Randler in Dublin is a top black spot for camping off chaos in Dublin. That's right. You know, I, I mean, like trying to get people to come back to your chaos and find out that uh, it's bloody camp. Oh, I know. You know, I got, mm-hmm. I got, look, I got pulled one time for parking and now I was parking on a, a double yellow line in a town. Mm. That's the way I'll put it. Uh, and I was gone to a funeral with another fellow. When I came back, I see this bloody sticker up on the car. I said, Jesus, what's that about at all, doll? A bloody fine. But anyway, friend, fair play to the council in that town. I went up to it was after running out of petrol. <laughs> and, and we shoved the car up at the yoke. 
And just to make sure ten plan, fair play to him, the girl listened to my plight. I said, We've no filling station in Golden and I said to us a hardship case, it is a hardship case. I said, If you look up, I said, Your friend plan on the bench are all pets. Oh, I said, if you look him up, I said, you'll see me walking out with a can of pepper. See, I'd everything, I'd all the elements cover. Uh, so and did you get away with it? Well, thanks be to God, friend. There is, a, there is just, a, the council will always listen to a misfortunate case, and they listened to me that day. Now, I did find out afterwards, because Michael Fitzgerald said to me, they'll never listen to your case. And, and, and especially say. after today, they were, speaking of the council, the lads at the council yard in Cashel wants to say good morning to Johnny, and they love you on a Friday morning, and they said you're great crack. And somebody else was on to the, wondering if Johnny would mention the great win for the Irish Rugby Sevens team in Australia last weekend, and she's wondering if Johnny did mention it because there was a Clan William player on it and that comes in oh, from, from Amy Lee Crow this morning so there you go yeah, I would think a Clan William player maybe with two people bloodline <laughs> there's one for you know friend you will find a connection wherever when there's success Johnny Luby uh, come here a minute go back to Clan Mel again it uh, was the most disappointing occasion I ever had was to be beaten in the final you know and uh, took the first time testing was introduced and of course my greyhound accidentally turned up positive <laughs> so I had to go in front of the stewards accidentally turned up yeah turned up positive anyway <laughs> but I said uh, I said to the leading people because they were more stringent testing which is only right yes but that was the first time they introduced it and I said I had t- three tea bags in a cup which would give the greyhound caffeine <laughs> So this spectacular man was in front of me and he looked at me straight. He said, Johnny Doobie, all the tea in bloody China. He says, wouldn't have in the Greyhound. What you have in the Greyhound? He said, did she accidentally eat something? I said, she could have had. I said, I, I don't be with her. I said, 24-7. But anyway, friend, I got trying and that's it. I'm still paying it back. But hey, it back. No, why, why didn't friend. you try Beecham's powders for, for the Greyhound? <laughs> friend. I, I was in to see Corey Henley last night. How is he? And I know he's listening on Tip FM. Ah, he's expecting you in. And there was another girl there as well. I won't mention her name. Uh, she uh, was there as well. And she said, Frank Corey is a great man. She says, for talking about Israel, for talking about uh, Cyprus and Japan. And she said, talking about the turmoil uh, all over the world. She says, and what about us? She says, above and Kelty and our water is turned on and off. She says, every second day. And he never mentions it. Oh, sure. Look, I know. Um, like I, I should be mentioning it, but it sounds like I'm whinging about my own stuff all the time but we've been without water for about three days I mean it's a pure joke Please, friend and what you'll listen to me is this is yeah, look you have the airwaves mm. sponsored by Slattery's in Pocahontas mm. mother of God above tonight well you do like me I just go in and says that's a, a pint there and that I wrote, there was a woman there last night I went over to see her and I said hello to Tom Devane from Clonality I played rugby with Tom 40 years ago with Cash Grand Final Scout good health to the whole lot of bit of men from Kilcommon but this woman I was just talking away to Corey and she said excuse me you're not I said I am and this is all the way after Trump you're not I am I said oh so, god yeah, and no. your friend, do, do you know the excuse about the water in Dundrum that is very funny um, we were told oh yeah the water is back there's no problem with that but there's wind in the pipe Pipes, are you talking? There was wind in my pipes this morning, friend. I'm all the Go on with you, Johnny. A pleasure. Yes, I met a fellow again for you this morning. He'd now told the doctor or told James David the Undertaker. So you can thank your lucky stars. Tom Julian, the vet. Ah, how is he? 
How is he? He's absolutely flying. Well, fair I said, uh, business is booming. Not yet, he said, uh, maternity wards, cows, calving and everything else. And he said, uh, the farmers, he said, uh, uh, help enough to get a few bob off of me. He says, when I get paid, he says, I'll be getting the air caught again. So there you are. <laughs> well, my best to Tom. <laughs> look, look after yourself, Johnny. Bye-bye. Thanks, Frank. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Frank. That's the great Johnny Louie live from the Fourpenny Road or the Twopenny Road as it's become, Twopenny Road is becoming now. Uh, good morning to Johnny from everybody in Badge, it says here now. Fundraiser in Bursley tonight for charity match in aid of the Young Child Camogie match. Um, okay, Minister Ryan is going on a slow boat to China, it says here. Now, he, he's not. He's heading off to Brazil. In fact, we'll be talking about that later on as well. Let me take a break back in just a moment. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 